It's the SM Experience with the SM Experience. Silence in the studio, please. <clears throat> Fuck, I'm sorry. Jennifer, silence in the studio. Welcome, everybody, to... You're not even supposed to be oh, here. Sorry, man. Okay. <clears throat> Let me start I again. was just saying, it's Louise who's supposed to be here. I don't know why Jen's here. Get out of here, Jen. Get here, Jen. I don't even want to be here. Bye. Bye. Hey, Louise, how you doing? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. That's good. Here we go. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 32 of the SNM Experience with the SNM Experience. I'll be your host great for pause. today. That was a great pause. Very suspenseful. You know another great pause? My mom's golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think of my new laugh? It's good. It's okay. Okay. Can I hear option two? I'll try to keep it. What's another option? Uh, option two is the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can I hear option you one? You guys seem to like option two. <laughs> yeah, what's option two again? <laughs> yeah, that's better. <laughs> option one. Option one sounds like I'm not going to survive the night if I go out with you. That's true. Second one is kind of jollier. Yeah. It's got that whole wholeness yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, that's much better. Now, my name is Matthew Miner. Let's introduce ourselves. We also have with us Stephen T. Holmes. Hey, what's up? We also have Louise Chonky Gravy. The gang's all here. Now, on this episode, we've lived a life, so we like to give back. We like to give some advice to our listeners who write into us. If you want to write into us, please do. Here we go. So this is a question from someone who listens and wants our advice. Mm -hmm. Hello, I'm not a bird. But every day, this tall human man would come by where I live in the park and throw some pieces of delicious bread for me and my friends to enjoy. We go absolutely honkers for this delicious, delicious bread. However, some other human woman told the bringer of bread that bread is not good for me in my gander. And then instead, he should feed us peas. Um, barf much? Look, lady, we know bread is not good for us. Sometimes we want to have a little treat. Just like how we see here eating. Just like how we see here eating a half dozen Krispy Kremes while crying in her Dodge Neon every day. Weirdy pooped all over her car and hissed at her ugly dog so much that he ran off and got snatched up by an eagle. What else can we do to ruin this human woman's day? Again, definitely not a bird. Honk, honk. That was from Tom Hunks from Menlo Park Bird Conservatory. Huh. I understand Tom's, um, you know, I also like a a little treat now and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you know it's nice to have a little treat, especially an unexpected one or an expected one too. You know, you expect a treat every day, be it from a man giving you bread or uh, living behind a bakery and them throwing out the uh, day old donuts. 
you just get used to it and sometimes it's not there i, I understand uh being angry i think pooping on a car is a great great start mm-hmm. um i i broke the windows of the big ba- I, I mean i think you could break the windows of the bakery or uh, the of the car um with a brick or a beak or a, ha- a hand if you're not a bird um, that's what I did. That's how I, that's, uh, what I, how I would do it. Here's something I was thinking of. One time I was walking in the park and a bird told me that my haircut looks stupid and I felt bad for the rest of the month. So we could do that. I, f- I'd feel bad for that bird who clearly doesn't understand, uh, good haircuts. It was a flock of seagulls haircut. So it might've been a cultural appropriation kind of thing. <laughs> I get it. I get it now. I... I'm with Steve on this. It's kind of like you have little treats all the time. Sometimes I know things are not good for me, you know? And like, I'm not going to switch them up for peas. That's gross. Peas are probably the worst snack there is. You know, nobody gets to Friday night and is like, I know, I'm going to open up a giant bag of peas. It's not going to happen. So even though you know something's bad for you, yeah, I'd probably want to ruin this woman's life too. Yeah. (laughs) What if those peas are mushy? Oh, way worse, way worse. Okay. That's Yeah, that's way I, worse. I think he's got to go easy, though, because what are some of these things he's talking about? Like, she's already enjoying, you know, a life, and, 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 and you don't need to be, you don't need to be awful, you know? But I don't know. Maybe you got to cozy up to this lady instead of being so hostile. Maybe you got to, like, be her best friend. Be her Stuart Little. In bird form, even though it sounds like you're not a bird. I mean, she did just lose her dog, so. Yeah, maybe she needs, like, another pet in her life. I think that really nicely dovetails into our theme for today, which is don't count your eggs before the cows come home. It's time for a sketch. It's time for a sketch. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this week we thought we'd do something different. Steve is always coming up with some amazing sketches for us, but you know what? You deserve a break. We thought there's AI now. We don't have to write sketches when the AI AI is like a <laughs> old the who? E I E I O. The Is that Britney Spears? Brittany, I love you. <laughs> so we're going to let the AI write the sketch for us. <laughs> so to kick it off, why don't we each contribute an element of the sketch? We're not going to let it do the entire thing. We're going to do some work. Louise, give me something you um, want incorporated into the sketch. Into the sketch? Um, Legoland. Legoland. Steven? Um, Robocop's <laughs> Boxers. All right, so I'm going to ask ChatGPT to write a hilarious, what do you think, four-minute sketch, three-minute sketch? Two-minute Get Britney Spears in there, too. Three-minute sketch with three characters. Featuring. That features Britney Spears, Legoland, and Pineapple. That's my contribution. So it is writing it. I will paste it into that document, Steve. Oh my gosh, that I, link to. I cannot wait. Sweet. Okay. Uh, who wants to be Brittany? 
You want to be Brittany? Oh, yeah. I want to be Brittany. Who wants to be Robocop? I want to be Robocop. All right. There's a security guard in here, I see, and there's a pineapple man. (laughs) They both look like small characters. I'll be the security guard and the pineapple man. Okay. Uh, The sketch opens on a bedroom where Robocop, played by a man in a Robocop helmet and boxers, is frantically looking for something. Britney Spears... (laughs) Played by a blonde wig-wearing actress, enters the room. Robocop, what are you doing? I can't find my boxers. I had them on last night, and now they're gone. Well, did you check Legoland? That's where we went after the club last night, remember? Legoland. I don't remember going there. Cut to a flashback of Robocop and Brittany stumbling around Legoland, giggling and taking selfies with Legos. Yeah, we went on the roller coaster like three times. You were wearing those pineapple boxers you love so much. Oh no, not the pineapple ones. They're my lucky boxers. Cut to a shot of Legoland security footage showing Robocop riding the roller coaster (laughs) in his pineapple boxers, which are clearly visible from under his Robocop suit. Uh, sir, I think your boxers are showing. (laughs) Oh no. Secret identity is compromised. Cut back to the bedroom. Well, at least you didn't lose your helmet. That would have been embarrassing. Yeah, I guess you're right. Thanks, Brittany. The doorbell rings. Who could that be? Brittany goes to answer the door, revealing a man in a pineapple costume. (laughs) Hey, did someone here lose a pineapple? (laughs) That's my lucky pineapple. Where did you find it? Oh, it was just laying around in Legoland. I figured someone might be missing it. Thank you so much. I owe you one. No problem, dude. Hey, do you mind if I take a selfie with you guys? The three characters strike a pose for a selfie, with Robocop still in his boxers. This is going straight to my Instagram. The lights fade to black. And scene. Wow. Oh my god, so good. So funny. I can't I just wanna, twist at the end. I just want to say, I was yelling a lot of my lines because there were exclamation points. Yes. Yeah, confirmed. Just to make that clear. Wow. Man, I, um, I'm i surprised at how good it was. Yeah. I mean. I think it lost, it lost a little bit of the train with... You know, going from pineapple boxers to a, a real pineapple, but <laughs> and like, what does what does pineapple man look like? Is he dressed as a pineapple? Does he sell pineapples? They really overapplied the pineapple. Well, everyone, I think this satisfies our curiosity and lets us know that we can indeed stop writing our own sketches. ChatGPT has got our backs. Yeah. Ball talk. <coughs> okay, Steven. Kick us off with some uh, some ball talk. Me and Louise over here. Huge sports heads. Oh, yeah. Hit me with your best shot. Um, so sports talk, yeah. We guys, uh, we are a little bit... Uh, we're recording this a little bit in advance. Uh, more than usual. So I do have a quick question for you guys before we get into a fun sports quiz, I thought, to test you guys on your sport mm-hmm. knowledge. Uh, in a simple way. But before we go, something that will still probably be something to talk about in a month from now is about basketball. The Toronto Raptors 
our favorite team. Uh, this season, there were some high expectations for them. We all had high expectations. Lots of sports guys had expectations for this team. Um, it just wasn't the year we hoped for. And now some of the, you know, we're looking towards the coaching staff. Does some of the blame fall with Nick Nurse? Um, is it time to move on from the coach? Do you think Nick Nurse will be back next season? What, what do you think? I think part of the problem is they were in that cage for too long. The cage of the electric fence. The Raptors were not allowed out in their natural environment. And when you stick a wild animal in a cage for that long, you're not going to have great results. So I think they need right. to be let out to roam a bit more. You know, Free I realize range. the electric fence is there for safety concerns, but they have a whole island they can play around on. You know, maybe humans shouldn't be there. Maybe they should just allow the raptors to live naturally. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, similarly, it's this idea of like, sounds like you hired a nurse to do a coaching job, and that's not like, you know, nurses are great, but are they coaches? I don't, mm. I don't think it's the same thing. So, you know, that's that's tough. That's tough. You can't, it's, it's not a scientist. A scientist is also not a coach. Right. You know, it's very tough. You got to get a coach in there. And the best coaches, you know what profession turns out the best coaches? Fashion? Uh, nope. Scientist? No. Shit. Dentists. Turns out dentists oh. are great coaches. They just want to do anything other than be dentists. <laughs> Ready, ho. I get it. I get what you guys are saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I thought we'd do a fun quiz just to test you guys. I know you guys know a lot, but this is just going to be a fun, little simple quiz. Um, I'm going to tell you a team uh, mascot, like name. Mm-hmm. You guys tell me if it's what 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 sport it's from, what league. Absolutely. And I'll, and I'll give you bonus points if you tell me the city. Easy. Okay. All right. Number one, I'm going to start off easy. The Blue Jays. MLB Toronto. Wow. I think that's the um, Luis. World Wildlife Foundation. That's where they keep the Blue Jays. Um, I mean, I guess that's... Technically, I'd count right? that. I guess, yeah. I'll just give you the one point for that. Um, all right, next team, the Packers. I know this one. Only oh, two. They're from the Amazon. This is uh, this is uh, like the company, not the rainforest. I, I got. I knew. I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. I, I will this give you a second. Another point for that. And technically, NFL. you said where it is, so that is NFL, NFL. Louise. And it's Green Bay. Louise crushing it as always. All right, next team, the Bruins. They're like a Molson team, right? The Bruins. <laughs> or no, wait, not Molson. Budweiser. Um, yeah, Budweiser. I'm sorry. No, that's sorry. That's not correct. NFL Calgary. No. So, I mean, you must be slipping a little. I mean, there's no NFL. Oh, Boston! Teams in it's Boston. It's Boston. It is Boston. And it's, it's, it's NFL. It's, it's the it's, NHL. Okay, I, I, I was picturing hockey in my mind. And I said the other one. <laughs> when you when you love sports as much as you guys do, I'm not surprised there's some crossover. 
you see yeah. some guys with big pads on ice. You could, it could go any. It could go either way. It could be anyone. All right, we'll give you the point for Boston, though. All right, the next team, the Knicks. See, I always get them confused with the crannies. <laughs> yeah, there's the Knicks, the crannies. Do you remember what sport that is? Medieval jousting. They always need uh, their armor, right? That's a good point. Uh, you know what? And you know, I can't go back that far. I'll give you the point just in case. There could have been a team called the Knicks Jousting. The Knickerbockers, and it's uh, they're divers, and they're from uh, Illinois. Um, well, I'll give you a point for the Knickerbockers in knowing that, but uh, they're an NBA team from New York. Sure. New York Knicks. All right, the Oilers. Uh, the league is BP, and I know for a fact that that stands for British Petroleum, so probably London. Okay, you know, I'll give it. I'll give it to you. Yes. It's the NHL. Uh huh. And it's uh. Where's Where's there uh, lots of oil? Uh. <laughs> I ran. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Crossing. Uh, it's it's Ed, the Edmonton Oilers. Okay, I was gonna say Calgary, so I I would have been close. Well, yeah, but not not correct. Did do they win the championship if they come close, Louise? No, they don't. Exactly. <laughs> but maybe they should. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tom Brady, you didn't win, but you came close. We're Congratulations. Alright, the Giants. Don't you dare say Westeros. <laughs> uh, that one is um, NBA and Beanstalk. Matt, that's right. Here. Oh, you want. Okay, well, let's give you a trick. So there's, there's uh, the New York Giants, which is an NFL team, and then there's the San Francisco Giants, which is an MLB team. Ooh. Neither of those are correct. I'm sorry. All right. The <sighs> the links. The what? Links. I think this is from the Amazon. What a Zelda thing, I thought. <laughs> like, Hyrule. That's where they're from. Huh? Links are from Hyrule. The yeah, kingdom what of. He said. I, I will give you a point for that. Okay. And you did say the city. I'll give you two points for that. Right. Yeah, um, nice. It's actually the the Minnesota Lynx from the WNBA. So they talk like Marjorie f- Gunderson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna play <laughs> some ball today, huh? Oh, you yeah, betcha, eh? three points. You betcha. Three points, you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sadly, every game at halftime, the mascot jumps into a wood chipper. <laughs> um. That's the team of my favorite basketball player from the WNBA, Bridget Carlton. Mm. All right. Last year we've got the Cardinals. Oh, the zoo. They, they might be another WWF team, actually. The Blue Jays. I'll give you a point for that. They probably are. Luis, do you have a guess? Uh, nope. 
That's going to cost you because it's currently tied, and there's only. You know what? No, 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 no. I do. It's too late. It's too late. It's MLB. It's too late. MLB. It's too late. Try. Buzzer is gone. Game over. Game over, Louise. It's MLB, and the Cardinals are from Mississippi. You're close, but this is another uh, Uh, two sport. There are the Arizona Cardinals in the NFL, and there are the St. Louis, Missouri Cardinals from the MLB. Oh, not Mississippi. Oh, I was so close. Give me a break. But that was after the buzzer, um, so you don't get any points for that. And one last no. team here. One last team here. Just tell me the sport. Uh, the Bankery Bangers. I'll tell you the city, too. The what? The Bankery Bangers. Bankery Bangers? Oh, they're DJs. So I'm at Coachella. This has got to be rugby. And it's got to be, like, Scotland. Rugby. Glasgow. I don't know. What? Looks like this is ending in a tie. You guys are both the ultimate sportos. The Bankery Bangers are a Quidditch team. Nice. Oh, trying to trick us there. Being tricky. Sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. You guys, you tied it up. Ten ten points apiece. You guys are both the ultimate sport heads. I knew it. We sure are. That was sports talk. Sports ball. Ball What do you call it? Ball talk. That was ball talk. (laughs) Today's sponsor is Fumble, a dating app for football players. Are you tired of fumbling around in your love life? Then look no further than Fumble, the dating app made exclusively for those who are experts at handling balls. You swipe left, you swipe right, but nothing is going through the uprights. That's why we created Fumble. With Fumble, you'll be able to tackle love head-on and score a touchdown in your love life. Our advanced algorithm helps you match with other players who share your interests and positions. Kick off your love life in style and end up with the perfect teammate on and off the field. Just don't forget to practice safe sets. Pitch it or ditch it. All right, today on Pitch It or Ditch It, we're talking a one-location movie. Movies like Panic Room mm-hmm. takes place, spoiler alert, in the Panic Room. Uh, hard Candy's kind of like that. It takes place in a house, in multiple rooms, but, you know, sort of like that. So let's think of a movie like that. One room because we're on a tight budget, which is a, you know, David Fincher movies are always on a tight budget, which is (laughs) why they only shot in one room. He wanted to do Panic City. They're like, (laughs) you only got one room, David. Sorry. You know, and that's the thing about Panic Room, too, is like it, I had never heard of Panic Rooms before Panic Room. Is there like another room in the house that maybe needs a cool, um, you know, introduction. Because now everyone knows what panic rooms are thanks to panic room. The pantry. The pantry. That's good. You keep all your stuff in there. You keep all the snacks. What if it's, okay, the pantry. Yep. A man breaks into a house. Yes. Inside the house is a chef. Yes. 
Here's a well-stocked pantry. The nice. intruder instructs the chef to make him the greatest meal he's ever eaten using only the ingredients he has available in his pantry. And if he doesn't, Ooh. he's going to kill him. I like it. That's really juicy. Why does he want to kill him? What's the, what's the beef here? What's the beef? And that's that's the tagline. And it's it's funny because <laughs> there's the pantry, but there's no beef in it. <laughs> <laughs> and to up the stakes, <laughs> the chef just came back from vacation, so his pantry has very few <laughs> items in it. We're talking just like old saltine crackers. Um, we're talking can of chicken you know, noodle soup, can of chicken soup, um, some expired sardines. So he's like. Like, oh no, what's he gonna make with these items? And I think I think and that's you know, why why is this intruder making why why is this chef? Why did he choose him? Why does he want a meal? Do you know why? Because he suspected the entire time that he has had a ratatouille under his hat. <laughs> and he is like, Do it, do it on your own and he's like, I am not a fraud. <laughs> okay, I like that. So that would be chef. quite a twist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a very serious film until it's not. Here's this for a twist, though. You think that the man is just crazy demanding that, like, you use a rat to make your food. But he actually did. Like, that, you actually oh. you did use a rat to make his food. And now he's screwed because the rat took the night off. Took the I night think, off? I think here's a, here's a twist. This intruder thinks this whole time this guy has a rat cooking food for him. And we find out that this whole time, the intruder has a rat under his hair, making him <laughs> break into this house and try to kill this guy. <laughs> I like that twist. I like that. I think this is a great opportunity, too, to have some um, sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Like, he can make this terrible-looking meal, but then... He's like, good thing I got some basil margarine. <laughs> we could get, I mean, there's lots of stuff. I mean, he probably has nice cookware. Like, he's like, hey, this mm-hmm. is a tea fowl. Let me, Ooh. anything can taste good as long as I cook it with my tea fowl uh, stir fry wok. And he's just like mm-hmm. looking directly at the camera. There's a phone number that comes up. <laughs> it's like, order yours now. <laughs> Do you think we can make a whole movie that's basically just an infomercial? I think so. I used to watch infomercials when I, you know, when I was young and there's nothing else on. I would sit and watch like a half hour that would sell me like a garden hose or something. Do you remember the Ginsu knife? I remember watching some, uh, I'm not sure if this is the same thing, but this guy had a really sharp knife and they did in front of this live audience, like demonstrating like how yeah. well it would cut bread. But first, they cut through a can. I think so. But first they would show like a regular knife in big air yeah. quotes and they'd show them trying to cut bread with, like a regular knife. And it's hilarious how bad they would do it. They would just like demolish this like loaf of bread yeah. and just do it, use the most clumsy cutting ever. You're like, who cuts bread like that? What if we use that as part of the, the movie? So early on he's mm. trying to cut up some bread for the guy and he's like, oh, look at this knife. I can't cut through it. <laughs> and he puts that knife down close to the, the intruder and then he goes like, I need my good knife that I got for five ninety nine with three easy payments. And then he cuts the bread super mm-hmm. easily. And then at the end, the intruder is going to grab a knife to kill him. But he grabs mm-hmm. that shitty knife 
and he can't even cut through the the chef. <laughs> but the chef has his good knife, and he just like decapitates him. Yeah, Jeez. one stroke. Oh my god! You got to show how sharp the knife is. He he. The guy's like on top of him, trying to stab him with a shitty knife. It's not working. The mm-hmm. chef grabs his knife. One swipe, guy's head comes off. Then he just turns to the camera and says. Now, do you see how easy I cut through a solid neck with bone and vertebra and muscle and veins <laughs> with one easy swipe of the Ginsu super knife? And then this, the phone, and look, phone number pops and up. And look, it's still sharp. Look at me cut through a tomato. Look how thin that is. <laughs> Who's going to direct this one? This feels like an M. Night Shyamalan piece. Could be. I mean, he's done He's done a, a couple. Well, he produced Elevator Devil, which was all set in like an elevator mm-hmm. in an office building. Yeah. And he did The Visit, well, he's gonna be... which was kind of yep. mostly... Set at that old people's house. Mm-hmm. He's going to be pretty happy with the giant twist because I feel like the whole first set of the movie is so serious. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the kitchen and, and so serious, and then it's it, it flips pretty fast on. I you. think if yeah, if Act Two hits with the twist that he thinks he's a ratatouille, and then there's a another twist going into Act Three of yeah. of him having his own ratatouille, M Night's going to be doing backflips. Who who? Who would you cast, real quick? If we want to keep the budget low, we maybe go not a list, but maybe some some good character actors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, in our last podcast, you mentioned Jason Statham, who I haven't seen in a movie in many many years. What's he up to? Uh, he's gonna be in the pantry. He's doing a lot of movies. He's in the new Fast Ten. Fast Ten. He was in. Uh, oh, never mind. Fuck that guy. Wrath of Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to throw him a bone here. Um, if he's doing okay. You know you know who's been kind of coming back, though? Having a little renaissance? Josh Hartnett. Oh, is Remember that right? Josh Hartnett? Yeah, what happened to him? I do. He was, he's been in some Guy Ritchie stuff lately, coming back. He's been doing some okay. TV. He was like a heartthrob circa like 2004. Two thirds, early 2000s. He was, he was the faculty. He was in uh, Lucky Number 11. Black uh, Dahlia? I say, I, say, I, think, we, I think we get Hartnett. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, great idea. And who do who do you want to cast for um, our intruder? If we want to get the budget even lower, what if he played both parts? Shit. I think you could do it. Oh, you know what? Maybe Josh Hartnett is the intruder, and Andrew Garfield is our chef, mm. and he just makes yeah. lasagna. Garfield. Gar- oh, okay. Garfield's a cat. <laughs> I was I was slow on the uptake of that one because all I kept thinking was, yeah, I would pull Andrew Garfield's hair from underneath a hat. <laughs> and as the ratatouille, oh. it's Louis Chunky Gravy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, I think Andrew Garfield. He looks like a guy that already knows how to cook really well. I think we just lean into the Garfield aspect too. Like we have him just like we confuse him. <laughs> we have him just turn to like the camera. Something. Like, I hate Mondays. <laughs> 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 like the guy breaks in. He's got a knife. He's like, "You're gonna cook for me. I'm gonna kill him." He's just like, "Oh, I hate Mondays." <laughs> it is time for a gritty Garfield reboot. Sorry, Andrew. And we Garfield. make him have a. <laughs> We make him have a little dog called Odie. Maybe we should save. Maybe we should save that for next next time for our pitcher digit. We'll pitch the Absolutely. new gritty Garfield. <laughs> yeah, write that down. Definitely. All right. I'm gonna say pitch this one. 
Yeah, pitch that's it. a pitcher. That's, that's great. That's a pitcher. We, we never come up with them that fast. That happened like a miracle. Yeah, Magic. I think Steve had that one in his back pocket. He's been waiting to pitch it. <gasps> it could be a sequel to Panic Room. Ooh. And then Jodie Foster's the cook. And the intruder is uh, Jared Leto, but he's it's his brother because Jared Leto gets shot in the face in Panic Room. Oh, does he? Man, it's been so long since I've seen Panic Room. I do not remember. That's one of the highlights of Panic Room. It's got Jodie Foster, <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, Kristen Stewart, yeah. Dwight Yoakam, Jared Leto getting shot in the face. That's pretty stacked cast. You sounded like the trailer. Panic Room. <laughs> that should be the trailer. Jodie Foster, Kristen Stewart, Forrest Whitaker, Dwight Yoakam. Jared Leto getting shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I think more movies All should right. be about spoilers in the trailers. <laughs> Absolutely. The Sixth Sense coming soon, starring Haley Joel Osment and Bruce Willis, who's dead the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. You want to see more of this? You want to hear more of this? Great. We got all sorts of things for you to see and watch and listen to. I'm going to say this whole thing again. I'm just No, keep going. Here. Keep going. Thanks for listening. You can check us out on YouTube. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook. We're posting new videos all the time. New good stuff. We got a podcast called Corntown. It's pretty funny. You mm-hmm. want something a bit more scripted. And if you want to really laugh, go to ChatGPT and just say, make me laugh, bud. <laughs> That's it for us. See you later, everybody. And don't forget to rate and review because apparently that helps. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you really lost steam there, Steve, but... Uh, I like that it. it's funny. Know. I don't know if you want it. It might be good for us. Share with your friends. I guess that helps out. (laughs) Can we get that again? Share the podcast with your friends. It's like a way to help us. Okay. (laughs) Say something else like that. Please just like and subscribe, and then we'll beat the algorithm. Okay, we need to beat the algorithm, or the machines win. <laughs> this is why we're not good at marketing. <laughs> this has been an SM Experience production. Special thanks to Fumble and Hot Tight Ends in your area.